from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. All right. Yay. Yay. What's up? All right. We are back. And we have a juicy topic today. <laughs> so juicy. Um, for episode four. Buttery, juicy goodness. Um, we talked a little bit before we got started here, and it was not necessarily reviewing notes, but we wanted to go back and forth and just see how this topic was going to play out before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And we stopped talking just because it still wasn't lining up. So I think rather than do a lot of wasted dialogue <laughs> offline, so... Um, motivation and mindset is going to be the topic and motivation used a lot in the industry. Um, the words thrown around a whole bunch and I don't know that people really focus on what that means. And we're going to talk about the difference of internal motivation, external motivation, and which can apply to you personally, professionally, mm-hmm. you know, your relationships. We all have motivations. Oh, We've yeah. got reasons for doing things. Yep. And finding your own personal definition of it, not just doing that textbook cookie cutter Mm -mm. where people go, yeah, yeah, you know, nod head. I know exactly what that means, but I like, I like this. I like this one. Okay. And so motivation and mindset, the other half of this is how to actually apply yourself, uh, which is going to be your, your mindset Mm -hmm. and what that means as well. Again, these are two terms holistically abused in the fitness industry, Mm -hmm. but we'll pick at them and we'll just start with, um, what they mean and how kind of it intertwines in our lives and then how we can see that these things are important in our clients and people that we work with and people that come to us for help. Let's do this. Okay. So motivation, what's it mean to you? So motivation to me is just simply my list of whys. Okay. That's too short. So (laughs) that's way too fast. I didn't expect it that quick. What, 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 What do you mean? Let's, let's elaborate a little bit. So, um, Everybody should have their list of whys, kind of why they do everything in life. Not, so, um, not W-I-S-E. No. I okay. Th- for a minute, I thought you were going to say W-I-C-E, and then I was going to have to make fun of you. No. So, um, so their why. Yes, their why. So for example, you can say, I'm going to, it's the new year, uh-huh. so I am going to get healthier because I don't want to end up like, um, you know, we'll say my grandmother who had diabetes. Uh-huh. So that's my why. So I'm going to go because I don't want to end up in the same way, the same way that my grandmother did. So you're motivated to not get diabetes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, See, short but sweet. Makes sense. It's super short. It's super boring too. You have more depth to you. I don't. um, Okay. I'll know about that. All right. So (laughs) motivation. What is an internal motivator that you think is easy to turn on? Because I know you talked about diabetes because we, we joke a lot. I, when I see myself going into a sugar freak out, I'm always joking about, well, usually, it's not funny, but it's, I joke about that. I'm surprised I'm not diabetic. But you also say things like that's a pan of diabetes. <laughs> it is. If you have, if you're cooking sweets, it's automatically a pan or a pot or a bowl full of diabetes. Exactly. Yeah. And that's me trying to talk myself off the ledge, but it doesn't work. <laughs> so what's an internal motivation that you have that is just always there. That's an unquestionable, like you're motivated to do what I'm always motivated to blank. Ah, I am always motivated to be a positive individual. Always? Always. Oh my. Yes. 
Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. And what what's the driver behind that? What's be- the why? Because to be around negativity is one of those things that completely drains me. So if I can always, mm. like I just can't, I can't. So I'm not going to say that, we'll talk about mind in a minute, but I won't say that my mind is not saying like, mm, but my, what's going to come out of my mouth is going to be positive until I believe it myself. Um, well, affirmations and positive oh, yeah. talk. Well, that's another subject mm-hmm. to another discussion, but um, that's a pretty awesome motivator. Now, what about mindset? What does that mean to you? Uh, mindset is to not allow really external things to mess up what my end goal is going to be or my job or my action. So if there's, you know, this is a hard one for me. I struggle with this. No, it's cool. So Um, that's why I wanted, I don't want to, I don't want to give you any of my thoughts until mm -hmm. we get yours out because these are complicated. They are. And if I sat down with a client and I said, give me what your motivation is and tell me what you, what is your, how are you going to develop mindset towards Mm -hmm. that? Um, I got people that, I've had people that have no idea what they want. They just know they need to do something, but they don't know why. Oh yeah. I think it's very hard to articulate for me. And you know, you walk into our gym on boot camp side and it said, it has something that says, get your mind right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, duh, get your mind right. But I've never, I don't think I've ever sat back and said, what exactly does that mean? So taking your mind, what is your mindset? What does that mean? So for me, it really is just trying to, Maybe get your focus. Perfect. That's exactly where I would think it would be. I think that, oh, I like this. I like talking it through. Um, So I would say just, there's external stuff all the time. Mm. Ooh, now I'm talking with my hands. It's getting serious. (laughs) Um, External stuff going all the time, but your ability to turn the volume down on that. Oh, okay. And just kind of focus on. Like a laser focus. Yeah. Or sharpness. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm curious. I want to dig a little bit more because this is almost group therapy for you and I because I, I want to understand what it makes you tick in these areas because um, <laughs> it's a it's an ever-learning lesson. Um, okay, so mindset. Let's use relationship. Okay. So uh, when you look at something that's got um, a high cost or there's a high price to it, like, mm-hmm. a, like a marriage, mm-hmm. um, you're motivated to be a good spouse. Of course. And the mindset would be what it takes to make that happen. So if oh, I like it. If you are um we both have divorced parents mm-hmm. and we know a lot of divorced people mm-hmm. and it's easy to get divorced. Mm-hmm. So when when a person doesn't have the right motivations, selfishness mm-hmm. is a terrible motivation. So if you've got someone that is selfish, their motivation in that relationship isn't going to be awesome. Agreed. So how do you think mindset in a relationship? Oh, I like this. So for me, my mindset is with our marriage that divorce is not an option. And so there, it isn't one. So it's my mind is I will. hmm. So how do you apply your motivation? So mindset is, um, the things you have to do to stay ever conscious, ever aware. 
mindset. I'm going to work at this all the time. I'm motivated because I don't want to end up divorced. Right. But my mindset is I need to take those moments that make the marriage important and a priority. And my mindset is I'm going to put the other person first. That's, that's kind of a mindset. I think so. But yeah. I, that's easy for me with you. So this is easier than applying it to fitness. It is. Because there's more at risk. There's more cost. There, oh, yeah. There's a heavier price to pay if it doesn't. You can quit a gym membership and no one's going to die. Absolutely. So I guess it's, oh, this is an interesting one. I almost feel like I need to like take like cool. 10 minutes. Nope, that's cool. So let me give you my, so motivation. <laughs> okay, let's go over me, your definitions. Motivation for me. Um, it, I love A-type personalities because I understand them. Because <laughs> you are A-type. Because I'm hyper A. <laughs> and motivation to me, um, it's a drive. Um, I've got notes here. So I'm saying the, the mental drive to do a thing. Mm-hmm. And when I get my mind tied to something, I, it doesn't let go. You know, so I'm motivated. I'm not necessarily, I can do mind's eye on a lot of things. I don't really need pictures on the fridge or things hanging on my wall. Mm -hmm. That works for a lot of people. But for me, once I get a hold of something, I always see the outcome and that drives me. And so my motivation is, and we were talking earlier, (laughs) that I'm too competitive. You know, if it's in business or if it's uh, in fitness or if it's, Mm -hmm. you know, anything that where I have to apply myself, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it the best. I, but I don't necessarily, I don't think it's too competitive. I think that you're, I'm I think happy you're to hear unique. That actually. Um, and I'm unique. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's very uh, kind. But when you're working out, if, if somebody starts to get ahead of you, all that does is push you more. Where I think for some people could just shut them down hmm. or perhaps feel like you need to give them their win. You don't ever have that. Oh, no. Like you will not give anybody <laughs> the win. No freebies. I mean, you are, I think you're that way pretty much in all of your life. Like you are going to have, you are motivated to be the best you can be in every single thing that you do. I honestly believe that. I don't know where it came from. And I think some people that are able to um, draw on that skill, mm-hmm. um, you you get shit done. Yes. You get things done. Yeah. Um, if you can't, easily establish your motivators, I think people flounder. So this is hilarious to listen to you talk about, you know, you get things done and you're motivated all the time. And then here's me that struggles just with the definition of motivation. (laughs) It's okay. That's why we compliment each other. Exactly. I've got enough motivation for two of us. You have enough motivation for like 25 people. (laughs) Your motivation's like, get your motivation off me. Um, (laughs) All right. So mindset. um, I'm struggling with mindset. I can't wait to hear what you say. Mindset. Mindset is, um, it's vulnerable and it can be mm-hmm. temporary and you can lose it. Um, so motivation, this is an example. I need to go to the gym because I don't want to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mindset is the work I do while I'm there. How do I stay? So every, ah. every rep counts. Um, I, I apply that to, I guess my life is that everything you do in life is like a rep. Um, I want to do it the best and they start immediately so the more reps you get towards something whether it's life or business right. or your relationship every little rep counts every little rep counts every little rep counts nice i'm gonna write that on our refrigerator trademark 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 so mindset um again oh, cool. I, I jotted this down it's the focus and discipline um to direct all mental resources towards your goal and it's where you can shut out the noise mm-hmm. the white noise you know um it used to be when we used to go to the gym together um mindset was so fragile that you'd get in there and you'd have knuckleheads in oh the, my in the gym 
that would destroy your focus. Yes. So focus is kind of like mindset, um, which is another fun story because <laughs> to avoid being talked to, Jenny oh, would pair, Jenny would wear headphones that weren't connected to anything. I did. She just, she I just, did. She just had headphones in her ears I and uh, no player. No but player. That was that was the only way to keep people from kind of bugging you. Oh, I had the plug tucked into my shorts <laughs> or capris. <laughs> Part of the lunacy of the Brian and Sweeney show, the Brian and Jenny show. Um, but so now with mindset, certain things are easy to stay focused and deliberate mindset on a business task you don't really want to do is real hard, which is why I think some people have a hard time. Um, I'm motivated to not be audited, but my (laughs) mindset on doing the work it takes to get that done Mm -hmm. is difficult to attain and hold on to. So I like the combination of the two. If we are talking to a client or someone says, Hey, I need help. Mm -hmm. Um, if we can establish their motivations, um, powerful emotional drivers mm-hmm. you, were, you were calling them your why yep so big huge motivator and then mindset to get them to apply that brain power you've got to exercise your 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 brain your gray matter yep certainly if you can't direct that you're just in there wasting your time no i absolutely agree if I don't think that any and workout... we're talking about the gym. Yeah, I don't think any workout's a wasted workout. I don't like when people say that. Like, I wasted my time doing something because if it just meant you, for five minutes, you got some focus and just some time for yourself to get a little sweat or get your heart rate up, I don't ever think there's a waste. But I can see how, if you don't have the right mindset, you would feel that way. Because if you're not focused and you're going through the motions, you're still going to get a workout. You're checking a box. Yeah. Um, Definite difference. So kind of fun. And we talked about it a little bit earlier is that um, instances where motivation can be internally driven or externally driven. Mm -hmm. And our business is that we externally motivate people. Um, We can't give people a set of values um, that they need to hold on to and use as a driver. So in fitness, Mm -hmm. our motivations are being healthy to be specific. Um, Diabetes, hypertension, uh, high blood pressure, um, low body mass, low body weight Mm -hmm. index. Um, So those are kind of external motivators. Whereas what's an internal motivator that you think you have that's, um, let's say an external. Do you have an external motivator that's challenging that you are welcome to, that you like being helped with? I like, um, I don't know which one this is. One of my big motivations is when I hear women either my age or slightly younger than me who say I'm at an age where I'm never going to have the body that I did when I was 20. That's one of my favorite things. And I can promise you, I don't want the body that I had when I was 20. Like it was, (laughs) I was, yeah. Now back, I'm sure at my twenties, I was probably a lot less weight than I am now, Mm. but I look back and think there was, there was no muscle, there was, it was just kind of like this skinny girl, but skinny I, fat. yeah, but I love, I love knowing that I'm not one of those women that is like, well now, now I'm 41 and I don't say, oh my gosh, I'm 41. I am way too old to, you know, snatch this amount of weight or I would say run, but we know I'm not going to run <laughs> or, you know, improve my row time mm-hmm. or that's a huge motivator because every time some woman, especially when they're younger than me and they're like, well, I'm old, I'm 35. 
And I'm like, oh, it's nuts. Sit down with me for a minute. I'm six years older than so you. So that motivates you in your in your own agenda. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I don't. I, this this part's going to end up sounding egotistic, and that's that's not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want us to sound like that. Um, but same thing. I'll have people sit down, and I can hide my age pretty well. That I I wait for people to dime out their age. It's my favorite as, moment with you as their reason to not gym. do something. So their their motivators are challenged because they believe. They're unable to do something. I love it. And with you, they are always at least 10 years younger than you. There's and they're been like, a lot. Well, when you get to be my age. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm, I'm pushing 50. Um, so externally motivated. You like hearing that some people, oh, this is terrible. So I'm going to paraphrase this differently because yeah. the way I was thinking it was going to sound really, really crappy. Um, you're strong at 41. And when mm-hmm. people struggle at a younger age, that drives you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But it's that it's not so much. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't mean that they are actually struggling Mm -hmm. to like, let's say if they're struggling to lose the last three pounds they want to use, I'm not like, ha ha, I'm older and I can do it. It's where they say I can't because of my age. It's not because they have a physical limitation or it's that they honestly believe they've written themselves off. Oh yeah. I mean, we have, we've talked to people in their twenties they're like, well, I'm not 21 anymore. And it's like, oh my gosh, I wish. <laughs> you, you got so much time, dude. I wish I had the level of commitment that I did, that I started to really mm-hmm. in my late 30s. That's when it was game on for me. So it's it's funny. Um, and again, it just highlights the differences between you and I. <laughs> the, when I. The first time I met Tony Horton. Mm-hmm. So um, I... I had a lot of opportunities to work out with this dude and, you know, become somewhat of a, oops, of a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, when I first started hanging out with him was in his fifties Yes, and he could do more push-ups and more pull-ups and do more things. And it made me look like, it made me look ridiculous mm-hmm. and it motivated me. That it's like this old guy can do this. So it was never, um, I never approached an external motivator. Like I can't because yep. it's, I'm going to because of that guy. Oh yeah. And um, he never, would say his age as if it was a bad thing. He'd be, I mean, everything that you told me about your conversation was with him was like, he's already looking for the next thing to conquer and yep. master. Yep. And it wasn't, oh, I'm going to be, you know, whatever age. It was, what's next for me? Yep. So he was an external motivator for me. Definitely. Um, to heck if some dude 12, 13 years older than me was going to make me look bad. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's, it's not that make me bad like... um physique or fitness, mm-hmm. but, um, to give up on yourself so early, um, when there's people out there that are older, they're doing more. Yep. That's a huge driver for me. Oh yeah. I also think with, uh, motivation that people think that it needs to be this almost unattainable goal. So they are, you know, they're motivated because they're going to run 10 marathons in 2019 and they're going to mm-hmm. do this. One of my favorite motivating reason somebody gave was our dear friend, Scott, Scotty P. (laughs) And I was sitting on the floor with him and he said, I want to look good naked. (laughs) And it was, I was sat there and I was like, well, first of all, this guy's crazy, but that's a whole other story. But Scotty P says, that's it. I want to look good naked. That was his whole motivator. That was his whole motivator. The best part is it was probably just for him to look good in a mirror naked. Exactly. (laughs) We love you, Scott. You know that we love you. You know who you are. Exactly. Um, But 
that was a real change in my own mindset right there. Cause it's like, you're not supposed to say that thing. You're supposed to say, um, I need to get healthy. You're supposed to, to say what you think you should say. And he just put it right out there. So he went right for the vanity. He, he went right for the vanity. And that motivated you. Of course it did. Great. Okay. Because who does one look good naked? I like it. Okay. Yeah. But it was awesome. Um, so external unwelcomed motivation, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. No. And we, again, we chatted offline about how, has there ever been a time where I tried to externally motivate you when you didn't want it? It's never worked. It wasn't received well. It was, no. It was a, it was a flop. I mean, it was like a bag of flour hitting the sand or hitting the, the floor. Um, just this big thud, um, way back when, so 2006, 2007 ish. Uh-huh. Um, this was when we were just regular gym members in yep. places. Um, we were still buried in corporate. So we got in our fitness when and where we could. And sometimes that required us to do things at home. I mean, it was just dun, the timing we had. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it was a vacation. I don't remember what it was that you were like, I, you, and I know you cringe as soon as you say something like, I need to lose a little bit of weight before this vacation, uh, before this vacation. I regret this it thing. the moment it comes As soon as it comes on, I know you do. And I'm like, all right, it's on. And I'm bouncing off the walls. Exactly. I'm excited that we're going to have this thing to do together. You're like a spigot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it became a struggle from the beginning and I still tried. I never gave up on you, but, um, Thank you. It'd be first thing in the morning and you started creating rules and guidelines and boundaries for how I could motivate you. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so early that, you know, I'm, I'm not awake yet. So just keep your excitement to yourself. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, you, you asked me to work with you. You asked me to train with you. Um, but you weren't having it. Um, why do you think that doesn't work? I, th- because I don't think I had the right mindset. And I look think at how these hand in hand, they are handed. That's so funny. It sounds like we planned that and we mm-hmm. didn't, but, um, I think that in my, in my, mm, I'd say almost in my mind, I would have to try to emulate you. So you would come down the stairs and you're like, <laughs> no, at that good. time we didn't go down the stairs or we had the main level room, but, um, it would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pumped too. Not. <laughs> and instead of just working on my own mantra, you know, like we, we get ready in the mornings very, very differently. Mm -hmm. So you would be like, lace up those running shoes, you know, (laughs) let's go. You'd start jogging in the driveway and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, why have I never learned to just keep my (laughs) mouth shut? So, so fun story. Again, I'm, I'm super positive. You know, we're (laughs) we're excited. We're running and I hate running. So I was putting on a, um, I was putting on my trainer face to, to keep you you engaged and, you know, trying to be fun with it. But, like you didn't even want to hear my footsteps. You no, made me run ahead. I did. And um, when I ran slow, you'd be like, you know, keep going, get away from me. I uh, know. Not so harshly, but uh, I would turn around while we were running. I was like, hey, you're doing a great job. <laughs> and you would point your finger at me. To, you wouldn't even talk to me. You just point your finger, you know, <laughs> signaling to turn back around I'd and, stop, and stop, stop talking to me. And I'd be like, oh my God, you're such a butthole. I know. I really was. <laughs> so that's... You know what? I didn't praise you enough for the time that you, you really stuck in there with me when I was awful oh, to dude. try to motivate. That's because I, I, I love fitness. Yeah. But I thought you were going to say you love me instead of you said fitness. I, I, I'm willing <laughs> to put up with morning Jenny. That's how much I love fitness. Um, but externally motivated, so it doesn't work. Yep. 
And if, uh, if a client or a relative or a family member or someone you care about comes up and they want to do a thing mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny. No one asks for, we don't get a whole lot of people asking for advice because people don't ask when they don't want to hear the answers. Correct. Um, but it, motivation, if they don't have that true innate desire to get something done, you, I don't think you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to meet you halfway. I agree. And that, that relates especially in the gym. Yep. I agree. Um, we have had clients, um, we do a lot of interviews now. So we kind of screen clients before they come in to make sure they're a fit. And we've had dialogues with um, people that come in. And the whole point is to figure out their motivations. Mm-hmm. We, we line up the questions so that we can kind of get to the root of it. Why are you here? You know, what's your motivator? Everybody easily says, oh, I want to lose weight, want to tone up. Wanna... Yeah, those are the easy ones. But when they say, my mom has diabetes, mm-hmm. my dad died when he was in his 50s, mm-hmm. And I'm hearing all these triggers, motivation, motivation, motivation. And they're like, uh, I'm prehypertensive. I am on di- I'm diabetic. Um, my dad died early. My mom's got this. My dad's like, they're motivated. They're yeah. absolutely driven to do this thing. And when it comes down to it, they won't commit. So I know. even though the external motivation pieces on the surface, you're like this is a done deal. This is a perfect fit. This client's going to work hard. Um, but even in that moment when they realized we can get you off the meds, we can, we can improve your blood panels. We can make all these positive things happen. They won't do it. Well, I think it's, you know, what I think is very interesting is I think that I was also, I would have been one of your worst clients at first because it was the people who they have their list of wants and their whys. And then it's like, but if you ask me to give up X, I'm out. Wow. You know, so like you and I had just, we started that, uh, nutrition plan. And one of the things that we had to give up was coffee. And I'm like, Haha, I'm not giving that up. I didn't want to give it up either. But you know, you and I sat down and I think we're different too, because we can have pretty good heart to hearts. And we've learned this through years of having our fitness business together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but what if, if this one thing, so let's say coffee is that one thing that if you gave up these goals that you had for yourself, you'd actually get there. And it was like, guess, guess what I'm giving up Buy it, coffee. It's tough. And yeah. you really, well, we'll give some tips here in a minute. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about how to actually define your motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put some ideas down so that you, you guys listening can put some action in place. Perfect. But, um, motivation, we talked about how fragile mindset is, mm-hmm. but in some individuals, their motivations are also challenged. Yep. People are always motivated to go out and party. Mm-hmm. It's always, that's an easy motivator. Um, the outcome is what they're, they're going to get exactly what they're shooting for and they're going to get it very short term, very quick. Mm-hmm. But motivation for a fitness goal, it's not quick. No, you know, it I takes, it, was. it takes time and discipline. So you have to be driven over time and that those motivations still have to be there on day one as they are on day 60, 90, 180. Mm-hmm. They have to still be there and present. So motivation, I guess that's fragile too. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. But you know, it's interesting is that people look at something as all these things that you have to give up and they don't look at things as what you get to have. So Hmm. like your birthday is right around, it's in pumpkin season. My favorite. I know. And this year I, I tested the waters because we were, we were, I think kind of newly into a, a new nutrition plan that mm-hmm. we always like to try everything before we give it, give the plan to our clients. 
and you love pumpkin pie more than anything in the whole world. <laughs> and this year I made you those little pumpkin, like it was a pan of filling. It was a pan of filling, <laughs> but I took the crust out and I was like, you know what? You've been working really hard and let's try it. And you gobbled them up, but it's like people look and they're going to say, but wait a minute. I, what do you mean? I have to give up pie crust. Yeah. And it's like, but I correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you, you enjoyed them. My motivations were strong. Yes. And so be, because I was, well, this is a great thing. So if it's a perfect example, if mm-hmm. your motivation was, Hey, I need to lose a few pounds, but it wasn't strong. And I created, or I made a birthday cake or something mm-hmm. that didn't, wasn't exactly what you wanted. If you weren't really tuned up for what you were trying to pursue and you got that, yeah. I'm just saying you as in the generic, yeah. the generic person. I think most people be like, where the hell's the rest of my pie? Oh yeah. <laughs> or, or not having the conversation about what your goals were. Like, are you trying to tell me something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just cause you, just cause you, your goals, your goals, aren't my goals. Yep. External motivated. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so before we give these tips, I'd yeah. like to circle back to the marriage thing and okay. how you get your mindset. The question you posed to me, I want your thought on it. So like I was saying, like, you know, divorce is an option. You were like, oh, that's, that's your motivation. But like, what's your mindset or how do you get there? I want to know your thoughts on it. For marriage? Yes. What's my motivation for marriage or mindset? So the mindset where you were saying, you know, we've, our parents have been divorced and, you know, it's easier to get divorced than it is to stay married. And you had asked, I don't remember how you phrased the question, but it was like, you've got the motivation to do it, but like, how do you get your mindset right? Or how do you keep your mindset right? Oh, okay. With re- our relationship. Yes. So, cause I couldn't answer the question. I'm like, I'm going to have to get back to you. And I so ha- it's been in the back of my mind the whole time. I have a lot of influences. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously my relationship passed and, uh, my parents and mm-hmm. your parents and my spiritual beliefs and, you get to the point where you get a better view of the playing field as you get a little bit older. And that's just based on your mistakes, you know, mistakes over time. And my mindset with relation to our marriage, trying to think how the best way to articulate this is. So would you almost say, um, because I, I think this will be, this may kind of help me too with it is that, you are very much like you love your wife the way God loves the church. Mm-hmm. Like we very much follow that. I guess it's like Bible guidance Doctrine. really. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that we really follow it. So would you say that's kind of what keeps your mindset? So when I can't quote the scripture hundred percent, but mm-hmm. it's um, husbands love your wives the way Christ loves you mm-hmm. or the way Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. So my mentor, my model is the way Christ loves us. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm supposed to love my wife. But as far as my mindset, there was a point when I got older that I recognized, and this didn't come as a young man. This is a difficult thing as a young man. I think is it the, the job, the responsibility I have as a husband is to not put myself first. It sounds kind of obvious now, Mm -hmm. but, um, my job is the emotional discuss this, this I don't want this to sound this way. Um, mm-hmm. Your happiness doesn't depend on me, but my job is to create an exceptional life for you. Mm-hmm. 
So my mindset is to focus on your wants and your needs over my own. Oh, I like it. So you articulated much better than I, I couldn't even articulate it in my, <laughs> like my own mind wasn't working. I was like, um, <laughs> exactly. The mindset, which is the focus, which is that thing that yes. we say is fragile because bad days can mess up your marital focus. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's your mindset's not there and you do have flashes of selfishness. Of course, it happens. We all do. It happens. Um, but to, I think the easiest way is to always try to look at perspective. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of you always are. going there. It's like, I hey, agree. I, try to perce- I try to understand how you might perceive something. Mm-hmm. Um, because things that come out of my mouth, <laughs> I don't always perceive them. I, I don't always, it doesn't come out the way I think they should. <laughs> so sometimes things come out and I need to replay and see how you'll perceive them. A lot of times I think I run it through the, the good error checking mm-hmm. system that I have in my head, but it doesn't always work. So um, focus for me is perception and the, the ability to interpret perception. I like that. Does that make sense? I like that. Yes. It was just one of those things. I know it was a total interruption from what we were talking about, it's, it's but it was like a circle back and it was, I like that. Can I just say ditto? Word. <laughs> yes, what he said. What he said. No, I like it. Which is probably maybe the 10th time in our entire relationship that I would actually say ditto and I like what it. he said. Yeah, you don't typically let me speak yeah. speak for you. Except, so I like that. No, I just couldn't. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. All yeah. right. I need, to, I need to wrap that up. Okay. Um, let's drill in a little bit. We'll talk um, briefly, okay. I guess, on let's pretend we have um, a new client here. Okay. And we're trying to establish a motivational driver for that person. Okay. So obviously we have the typical route of questioning and mm-hmm. you know, the obvious things, you know, you're, you don't want to die young, that kind of thing. Um, but when we're trying to help people, this is an uncover, not give them motivation. We're trying to uncover their motivation. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So one of the best lines of questioning is to keep saying why, why, mm-hmm. why? right? So, um, intelligent interviewing, it, it starts with, you know, Hey, you know, so we'll just go ahead and let's role play this okay. a little bit. All right. So, Hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Awesome. So why are you here today? Because I'd like to lose weight. Oh, that's awesome. Why do you want to lose weight? Because I can't fit into any of my clothes. Okay. That's, I understand that. Why is that important to you? Because it makes me feel like a slob when I have muffin top. Okay. So I hear that you say that your clothes don't fit anymore. So you're, you're starting to see your body do things you don't like. Yes. Why is, why is that important to you? Because I want to look good naked. For who? Why do you you want to look good naked? For myself. Like I don't want to, I want to be able to look in the mirror and be proud of the body that I have. So... I understand that what you're saying is that, you know, you want to, you want to be able to be confident. Yes. So you're looking for confidence. Yeah. Awesome. So do you feel that you have a lack of confidence in yourself? I feel like whenever I am a little chunkier than I typically am, that my confidence does go down. And have you ever found that, um, were there issues surrounding weight while you were growing up? Oh, definitely. Yeah. There was a weight was a huge issue in my family. Awesome. So we kind of just found the motivator and it was six or seven layers deeper mm-hmm. than, Hey, I want to lose weight. Exactly. And when, <laughs> when, when you, when you start, um, digging, um, super superficially, we all protect our real wise. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, there's, there's emotion tied to the deep 
pieces um, on the surface level it's on written on every magazine and it's in every you know water cooler conversation at work say like, oh, i'm gonna tone up a little bit you know mm-hmm. but when we get down to it it's um and i talked a little bit about this on the first show as yeah you know when i was a teenager my grandmother made me feel like crap mm-hmm. because of this or my baseball coach didn't recognize me because i had put on so much weight during a off season mm-hmm those are my deep emotional motivators to why I do things and they don't go away. So finding somebody's motivation. And for those of you that are listening, the way you do this is to start with that layered questioning of yourself. I love that. I love that. I love the, I love it when you just keep drilling down, you got to dig. Yes. You have to be honest. I mean, if you start BSing yourself, it's not going to work and it'll Mm -hmm. fall apart. Um, we all have that person or thing or event in our lives that rocked our confidence mm-hmm. somewhere and we drag that crap around for life. Yep. Um, it gets smaller and doesn't have as much of a voice, but it's still there. Yeah, always. I agree. Um, do you have any tips for motivation? So the biggest one for me was I used to think that you go out and you find a picture of somebody else who you want to look like. That's an easy way to do it. And then I now think that I have had the success that I've had by taking pictures of me. Ooh. So my own body with my own face, my own hair, that's me. So if there's a picture and I don't, I will not go back to like another decade of numbers. Mm-hmm. Like the, the furthest I'm ever going to go back now that I'm in my forties is 40. That's perfect. Like I can't, that's realistic. Yes. But I hate when people come in and they're like, Oh, you know, um, I don't know. We'll use Jennifer Aniston because she's beautiful. But we'll say Jennifer Aniston was in this movie and that's the body that I want. But you're not her. So why don't you... That's crappy media. It's it's terrible. And it's take a picture of you. And don't do that bathroom selfie thing where you're distorted and everything else. It's like, just go find somebody that you can just be real with and say, you know what, I'm dropping down into a bikini Mm-hmm. or a sports bra and shorts. I just need you to take my pictures. But my my own body in a picture in front of me is what I use. And I love it, especially the side profile for me because it's... It tells truth. It does. And you can't lie. No. Nope. Um, but so we do this from time to time, especially when we check in with our coach, um, our health coaches and stuff. Yes. And they want to see progress. There's no way to BS it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can shake loose real quick whether or not we're following plan or doing what we need to do. Definitely. Um, and I want to go back and uh, just double back on something you said when you said, Hey, I hate when, um, it's not saying that you, you literally hate, I know you, and I didn't want that to come out that yeah. way where you said, I hate when, you know, people say this and I, I know you didn't mean hate. Oh gosh, no. Um, it's easy for people to want to look like magazines mm-hmm. and I know everybody knows everyone gets photoshopped, but there was, um, there was an article article that a health, company put out and it talked about if you tried to live the way magazine covers look Mm -hmm. you're one you wouldn't wouldn't be producing hormones for sex drive you wouldn't Mm -hmm. be producing proper hormones for proper sleep you wouldn't recover well when you see people that are below eight seven six percent body fat Mm -hmm. especially the competitors the guys and gals that look freaking awesome Mm -hmm. just recognize they're starving, dehydrated, <laughs> have no sex drive, and they sleep like crap. Okay, anyone tells you otherwise, they look fantastic for a moment. Exactly. And as soon as the photo shoot is over, they go back to you know the restaurant and start chowing down on waf- oh, yeah. waffles and you know margaritas. No. So, 
Now I'm glad you said that too. And I guess I shouldn't say, and you're, you're so right. That would bother me if somebody's like, did you say you hated something? I know you don't. Yeah. Um, but I would say I am, I am so sad for the person who brings somebody else's body. They want to be somebody else. Like it, it literally breaks my heart. I have like, I think everybody, everybody's body is beautiful because we're all different, mm-hmm. but it, it, when somebody brings in a picture of somebody that's not them, I almost want to cry. And I want to say, oh my gosh, can you, you can't even picture you mm. in, we'll say, quote unquote, better version of yourself. You're trying to pick somebody else that doesn't even, they don't have the same bone structure as you even. <laughs> They're five foot two. Exactly. Yeah. Does it work for hair? Can you bring in a magazine clip of a haircut or? So <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny you said that. Uh, my hairstylist, Carrie, um, she thanked me. I bet you I had, I've been seeing her for a long time, but she thanked me once for never bringing in <laughs> a picture of somebody else. Like she is like, you, I like that you can come in with your own ideas or which I usually don't, which she probably wants to kill me for. But she's like, you have never brought in a picture of somebody that looks good in like <laughs> a platinum Bob. Cause I would look terrible in it. Whereas the person that's in it is smashingly gorgeous. Right. But me would not be so much. There, I think that's <laughs> people wanting to substitute their own mental image of themselves mm-hmm. with something else. It breaks my heart. It's a confidence thing. I know. It's I conf- it. And we all suffer. So we struggle. Not yeah. suffer. We struggle with confidence. All right. So here, here's some of my quick roundup, um, some of my secondary tips on motivation. Okay. So, so far we have take your pictures, maybe. Take your pictures. Okay. Do the layer, layering, the question, mm-hmm. layering, get down to the bottom of it. Um, you don't have to have 10 reasons. So if you Agreed. do do the layered approach and you come up with all your whys, your why, your why, and you get to the bottom, um, once you recognize you know, it's because of my confidence, because of this, you can build from there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the gym every day saying, well, I want to improve my confidence. Your confidence will improve when you commit to yourself. Yes. Confidence is, is a funny thing. So when you've got 90 days into your program, your confidence is built on each day that you com- uh, committed to yourself. Yes. Confidence will go up. Confidence doesn't happen with weight loss. Not at all. So you can step on the scale and be down 15 pounds. That will not increase your confidence. Mm-hmm. What increases your confidence is you continually working to improve yourself. Agreed. Now you've got something to lose. You've built on a success track record of dozens and dozens of times of not wanting to do something, mm-hmm. but doing it and doing it well. Mm-hmm. That increases your confidence. So confidence doesn't come overnight. It comes over repetition. Mm-hmm. It comes from doing the things that suck yep. and that are hard that most people won't do. Mm-hmm. Most people won't do the struggle, okay? Um, and then we're close to wrapping up, we're running a little bit long, but mindset. Um, to, to review your goals, your your checks, and this isn't something that takes meditation. Well, some people might need to meditate. Mm-hmm. Some people might need to do just 10 minutes a day of um, affirmations or focus or journaling or writing, whatever makes it um, real for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to do something, this goes back to my childhood too, good yeah. Lord. If you're going to do something, you do it right. That to me, in my mind, it's it's a generic term for do it well, mm-hmm. do it 100%, do it relentless. Mm-hmm. You know, Do it until you can't do it or don't need to do it anymore. That is mindset. Um, it needs to be an aggressive approach in everything you do. And if it's got a dumbbell in your hand, every single rep could be the last rep of your life. Mm-hmm. How good is that rep going to be? Yep. I like that a lot. 
Um, I always like the, if you have, we don't know, like people say, you don't know if you have tomorrow. And I always love to counter with, you don't know if you've got 10 seconds from now. <laughs> like, no, it'll be judgment day. And Jesus is going to walk into the gym and he's be like, really? That was your last set. Exactly. I, I know you were sandbagging. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. Your back squat set was terrible. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you have anything else to add for mindset? I love it. So it's just, you know, get whatever it means to you to get your mind right, get your mind right. That's it. I love get your mind right. I love get your mind right. And I think just something else for, I don't really know which one this ties into, but I'd say like the final thing that works for me too, to just kind of roll up that whole package of motivation and mindset, find some people who you can actually share some of your whys and your goals with. So start talking about them. That's accountability. So mm-hmm. start, start talking about them and get people who you know can help you get there. So, I love it. So someone that you're going to be close to this person, you're not going to hand it to just a secondary friend. This is someone that has done life with you that'll, oh yeah. that'll make sure that you're on track and stay focused. Yes. Like I see a lot of it on our gym of people who get tagged in posts on Facebook that just say, um, I couldn't have done this without you. And I couldn't, you know, thank you for your support and, you know, you're cheerleading and you did all this, but when, it's the whole reason I'm in this business, oh, yeah. I live for it. But some of those, especially for the women, I will be like, Hey, you know, what was up with that post? And you find out that they, they have drilled into each other's lives a little bit to understand why they struggle mentally to stay in something or what their motivating factors are. And because they opened up to that other person, now they've got some accountability which that's perfect, which rolls, it just rolls into everything. Like some people that, that little piece right there is almost having like a, um, it's your confidant. Absolutely. But have, I don't think there's anything wrong with having Mm -mm. a confidant in every area of your life. I love it. Spiritual business, hot tips, so many hot tips. Um, and of course I just had another one that popped into my head Mm -hmm. is to write yourself. Um, I did this really early on and I used to make my early, early, early clients Mm -hmm. do it. You write yourself a love letter. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to be negative and you have to focus on your why and what it will mean to you when you're done. Um, but write that letter out, just a couple paragraphs, and then you put it somewhere that you'll see it. I mean, yes. fold it so you can't read it and hang it on your mirror. Only yes. open it up when you're really struggling. Um, write yourself that love note letter, close it, tape it to your bathroom mirror. Don't open it unless you're having one of those really suck days mm-hmm. and you need reminded. You can't look at it every day or it's going to lose its power. Um, I love that. I'd say that's the first step for anybody that's kind of like, oh, I don't know where to begin. Maybe just the love letter. Yeah, do it. Great. Um, do it, do it. And motivation and mindset can be sa- um, sabotaged quickly by ourselves yep. if you can't shape your path. And shaping your path means to do the smart things to keep yourself out of harm's way. And harm in this case is things that are going to challenge your motivation, challenge your mindset. So shaping your path, if you know that cookies are your downfall, Mm -hmm. get them out of the house. Don't buy them. Don't tell me it's for your kids. Get them out of the house. Mm -hmm. For 60 days, your kids can do without a a bag of Oreo cookies in the house. Um, Shaping your path. If you know you're going to go out and have a drink and it's going to lead to three or four drinks and it's going to lead to snacks and appetizers, chips and everything else, don't go out and drink. I know. And we'll talk about it on another show, but mm-hmm. you lose friends when you take on this lifestyle because people won't understand your motivations because they're personal. Of course. And your friendships and your relationships will challenge you because your motivations aren't the same as their motivations. Absolutely. That's another, that's another topic. Okay. Um, 
this was an this was an awesome show. Yeah, this was fun. Um, I like it. You made me you made me think on this one. This good. is good. That's great. Um, I had my pensive look. It was pensive. <laughs> with the squinty eyes. It was pensive. I'll take a picture and post it. Um, <laughs> awesome. So that's we're wrapping up four. Yeah. Anything else? To say goodbye. No. Um, thank you all for listening and being a part of it. And the support's been awesome. Yes. And if there is just one takeaway from even all four episodes now, if there's one thing that helped you even have a better day or get into a positive mindset, then. Oh. That's great. That's fun. That's so awesome. All right. So we'll catch you guys on the next show. All right, y'all. All right. Later. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond. <laughs>